Hello, family and friends. I'm happy today to have with me Jackson Willem. Jackson's family have been going to our church for a number of years, and I asked Jackson to talk about serving in the military and still living for Jesus. And so I'm happy to have him today. I know there's a lot of people out there that may struggle with that, and Jackson's been doing very well with that. So we're happy to have him today talking about that. So let's pray. Father, we thank you that you speak through Jackson and I today, Father. Nothing of us and all of you, Father, just that we'll help people out there that uh, they need some help. And no matter what we're doing, this message can apply to living in college or work or whatever, living for Jesus, because the principles are still the same. So, Father, we thank you for speaking through us in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, Jackson, I'm going to kick it over to you and just kind of let you start wherever God, whatever God has on your heart. And uh, we're going to kind of focus today, I guess, on living at home in the U.S. And then maybe tomorrow we'll get into kind of deployed, how it's different, but kind of focus today on, on living in the States. All right, that'll work. Uh, well, thank you for having me, Greg. It is a blessing to have the, the word, you know, bring it to people. So I joined the military 2018, August Seventh is when I signed the contract, but I didn't show up to Fort Jackson until the eighth. We got hung over in uh, DC because of some storms, and so I missed all the yelling and screaming and all that stuff. So that was a blessing. But uh, <laughs> but basic training was, uh, I mean, just kind of like you, you know, joining the military in general was just kind of how you would expect it. Is I didn't pray, I didn't do anything. I was a heathen back then because I've only really been focused on following the Lord for about maybe two years now, and well. Right, like a year and a three quarters. I don't know if you need a specific, but okay. that's when I knew, no, I knew I had that distinct change. Um, but good. during basic and AIT, which AIT is like the training to teach you your job. So I'm a 15 Tango is the MOS number, and I fix Black Hawk helicopters. And in the future, I want to fly on them uh, as like a crew chief and work with the medics. Awesome. Um, so that's kind of my goals personally. But I know when I joined the military, I did not pray about it and consult God. I didn't do anything like that. And I realized that was a big mistake because you kind of question yourself later on, you know, you're, there's some things that don't line up because you're trying to force them. You're not relying on God. You're not focusing on how you can live your life for God. You're just trying to do this for yourself. So I joined because of economic opportunities. Oh, I can work and I can get trained. I can, mm -hmm. you know, have an education. And that, that kind of messed me up. I was more focused on I was just more focused on the, the worldly part of it, not what can I do for God. And so that changed later on down the line. So it started with, I used to curse. I used to curse like a sailor. Parents didn't really know or anything like that. I'd hide it from people at church. And that was kind of embarrassing, you know, if I did get caught or want, something slipped out, you know. We've all probably had experiences like that, you know, yeah. kind of hiding something. So for me, that was, a, that was a big deal. And so I heard a recording of myself one day in AIT, and I didn't like it. I was... Wow, that's that's pretty vulgar, disgusting. So you know what's AIT? AIT is where basically it's like school, it's like college kind of, but okay. it's it takes about five, five to seven months depending on you gotcha. know what okay. kind of grade you get and all that kind of stuff. So for me, I got sick there, I got the flu, and I couldn't take my final PT test, and so they were gonna do a lot of paperwork, try and recycle me, and all this kind of stuff. But I eventually got through it, and so now I got to go go into the army. So back on track. After I heard that recording of myself, I kind of said, well, something needs to change. And so I kind of, you know, willed it in my mind. I don't know where it came from, where the willpower or anything came from, but I was like, I need to change that. And I, I think the Holy Spirit was there kind of helping me because I had, you know, my family was praying for me and all this kind of stuff. 
and they they were praying for me. They were, you know, they were standing in faith for me, and it, I guess it was one of those things where it just clicked, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of took it, ran with it, and so whenever I got to Fort Drum, which is in New York, it's like Western New York, and gets a bunch of snow. It's infamous for that. So I I was sent to New York after AIT after training, and. I've turned myself into a different person. I didn't cuss. I didn't, you know, do anything like that. I never went to hang out with anybody that drank or did any partying after work or anything like that. So, I mean, I was kind of weird in that sense. Like, no, like every, I was just new there and I didn't know very much because I was just out of the schoolhouse and you kind of build up your experience because you have the head knowledge for some things, but you don't, you haven't experienced everything that you do maintenance wise on a helicopter. So when I got to Fort Drum, I was just working on different tasks. They were training me, and I was only there for about four months before we left for Afghanistan. So I was just kind of focused on that. But that whole time I was there, those four months, I was just a weirdo. So I was listening to the church podcast, and I was getting in my Bible more, and I was just not really, still not really living for God or anything like that. That wasn't really at the forefront of my mind, but I was more focused on turning myself into a different person. And people took notice. And one of my good friends, his name is Eam, L-I-M. It's, it's Korean, so okay. it's, it's different how we, than we pronounce it. But he had an issue with his car one day. And I, fi- I used to fix cars before I joined the military. So I went with him one day. We are just driving around talking. I don't know this guy from Adam or anything at this point. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, I heard him talking about, you know, having issues with the car. I was like, yeah, I can come look at it. So we drove to Walmart, and I bought him a new tire. And helped him put it on. And he thought that was the weirdest thing. He'd never had, had that kind of help from anybody. I thought it was normal because I, I, you know, I just do that. That's how I was taught. I was in Boy Scouts, you know, just cheerful service, helping others. Mm-hmm. And so that was just, I didn't think twice about it. So I helped, helped him out with some simple task. And he thought it was the world. And we've been friends ever since. And he's always talking about that one thing. And I totally forgot about it one day. And he brought it back up. And mm-hmm. so that was just something that kind of got me to think is like well if that that had that kind of an impact on somebody what would you know what could i do more to you know have impact on other people so i understood people were you know watching me and all that kind of stuff so it got me thinking and then i met shelby your daughter Mm -hmm. and we started dating Mm -hmm. and uh, she totally changed my mind on that she was very mature spiritually and i Mm -hmm. felt like a total like you know (laughs) heathen on the bottom i was like man i need to get this together so she made me want to get better and get more uh, involved with the word and all that kind of stuff. And and so we started that year in a read the Bible in a year mm-hmm. plan and, mm-hmm. and we you know started going through it. And at this point I was I was in Afghanistan, but that totally changed my my perspective on it, but kind of those those months, those uh, it was almost a year, but that year from when I joined to when I went to Afghanistan was kind of like the the proving ground, the staging ground for what needed to kind of happen. So when I did go to Afghanistan, I was prepared to help people there. And even then, you know, I've probably helped people there on. I'm not really remembering it or Mm -hmm. recalling it. But you kind of need to be Christ-like because I didn't understand being Christ-like and being selfless and, you know, helping other people, how much of an impact that had until I did it and I got some feedback on it you know I feel like the Holy Spirit made it known to me that kind of that kind of affected me more made me want to stay the man I was becoming at Fort Drum not the person I was in AIT you know oh and then back to basic training I know I'm kind of jumping around 
I read, I started reading the Bible because that was the only thing that, would, that they would allow us to read. Okay. And so at night I would read a couple chapters and I worked pretty much through the whole Old Testament. I probably should have read the New Testament, but I worked through the whole <laughs> Old Testament reading all the names and all that kind of stuff. But it, uh, it definitely got my, definitely got my gears turning and it kind of, you know, being in that environment where you don't, you're tons of stress and all you have is the word. It kind of, it kind of implants something in you. I think yeah. Being in basic training and reading that, and having that that exposure and that that willpower to kind of sit there, sit down and read, and make sure I was you know getting some of the word in, that kind of laid the groundwork, the framework for changing ultimately yeah. NAIT a few months later. So. Well, Jackson, you know it's interesting. You know, no matter we talked earlier about, it, no matter what we're doing, military school work, there's some basic principles of serving God, right? And one of the ones you mentioned was reading your Bible, right? That's a key for all of us if we really want to live a strong life for Jesus because he is the word, right? And then you mentioned listening to, the, to a pastor on the podcast for messages, right? And getting the preached word of God. And then the third thing I heard you say is relationships. You know, it's so important who we have for friends, you know, are they are they a positive influence on us or are they a negative? Not that we can't go help people like you did, Right. But those friendships are so critical. We're going to pick this up tomorrow. And, Jack, if you would maybe pray for anybody out there struggling in the military, and please do that for us. All right. Father God, we come to you right now. We just want to thank you for this wonderful day. We want to thank you for blessing our lives and filling us with the Holy Spirit. And so we can put the word out, hopefully help somebody out there that's listening to this right now, Father God. I know if you're in the military out there, it can be hard, can be tough. You may not enjoy it, may not like it, but you just got to get through it and God is always there with you. You just got to have some faith and put your trust in him and he won't let you down. He has, certainly hasn't let me down even though I've let myself down and uh, you just need to remember that. Just love and praise you Lord and you're worthy of all the honor and glory. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well thank you Jax. Looking forward to tomorrow. Folks if you want to contact our ministry you can do so at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.